Hello and welcome back to Podcast Extra with myself and Dale today. We're mixing it up a little bit because Tim is taking a very, very well-deserved holiday, which is always very important and very good. Um, we do miss him, but you've got us today instead. So hopefully, I don't know, it'll be a bit exciting. We're mixing things up. It should be fun. Dale, are you excited to be here today? Absolutely, but I feel like I'm bringing the chaotic good right now. I remember what our old uh, live website review streams are like, so yeah. Anyone listening, anybody watching us on YouTube for the very first time together, prepare yourselves. Um, we're not only going to be sharing some interesting tidbits about um, threads, the Twitter behemoth that's uh, going to destroy Twitter or the other way around, um, and other marketing news. But Jess, uh, where are we starting with today? What should we talk about? Indeed. Well, I think most of today we're going to be talking about threads. We, I know we've had a video out about it. I know we've had a podcast out about it, but... We recorded those like, when was it? Sort of mid last week, um, end of last week. And I feel like we've had a whole weekend to get to grips with the platform, seeing kind of how people are behaving, whether people are doing the same things they're doing on Twitter, the same things they're doing on other platforms. Um, but for those who are brand new to Threads, you're like, what on earth are you two talking about? Essentially what it is, is Meta who own Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all these. They're just a huge conglomerate basically have released their own kind of text-based app, similar to Twitter, if you've ever used Twitter. And Mark Zuckerberg is calling it a public conversations app. Um, you can still post things like videos, images, GIFs, things like that, but it's more casual, more conversational, people just sharing all their thoughts. And they've actually hit 100 million users already. And I mean, that was the last time I checked. I don't know if it's more now. I think they hit like 30 million in the first seven hours. Um, and now there are 100 million users already, which is massive, absolutely massive. So that's kind of a little bit, kind of a little bit of an explainer of what Threads is. You have to have an Instagram account to make a Threads account, and you can only delete your Threads account if you delete your entire Instagram. So that's really fun. Well, but what it does mean is, oh, is it maybe changing? Yeah, we'll apparently see. it might maybe be changing. That- there might be some stuff going on there. Um, so yeah. As Jess said, this is kind of like brand new. There's a lot of changes. The, the app is kind of very much in its infancy. Um, I think a lot is going to change over the next like, couple of days, weeks, and months ahead. I think there are a lot of like, requests for things to be added that aren't there yet. Um, uh, so I think one of those will probably be like how people can register uh, to join in. But we'll watch you, we'll watch your experience of Thread so far, Jess. I really like it. Um, as somebody who used to use Twitter a lot, Um, and started having some really negative experiences on there. Um, I was quite excited to find out that there would be, you know, a a kind of a competitor that felt a little bit more well-established. A lot of things are kind of being released and they're trying to be Twitter, but different. And then when I've gone on them like Mastodon or um, I can't really think of any others, Mastodon's kind of the big one. But when I've gone on there, I've been like, I am so lost and this is not the experience I was after, whereas I feel like I logged into threads and it was the exact same experience. I'm also finding it just to be, I don't know, a lot more pleasant. I haven't had any negative experiences on there. I don't come away from it being like, oh, why did I have to read that today? But I wonder if that's because the discoverability and the trending topics and stuff are quite limited. Because a lot of times if I'm on Twitter, I'll see a trending topic and be like, oh, that sounds interesting. Click on it. And then it's like the most depressing thing I've ever seen. So I wonder if Maybe I'm going to start having that same experience on threads when they start adding hashtags in and start letting you search for more than just other users. Um, And maybe as well as the algorithm kind of picks up and people start 
getting into arguments like people I follow start getting into arguments and getting into heated conversations then I think things might change that said the creators behind it including Mark Zuckerberg have said that they want it to be like a more friendly place they don't want it to kind of be quite as divisive as Twitter I don't know how on earth they're going to police that um there's obviously some implications there but yeah that's kind of been my experience so far Dale I know you've been off of quite a few social medias for the past few months but I've seen you quite active on threads and I kind of love to know your opinion as somebody who's kind of not been as active on social media and kind of how how you're finding threads um I'm a bit old I'm like a bit old you know I've seen it I've, I was there for MySpace. you know I'm, I'm not a young boy anymore I'm not a young person anymore um this feels very early Twitter like it's Pleasant. It's a nice place to be. The conversations are, are decent. It's uh, the the trouble is going to be when discoverability becomes easier, as you say. It's going to be helpful in one way. Like I'd love to find other marketers that you know aren't just trying to sell me whatever course or whatever it is that they have on offer. I'd like to find other marketers who want to just share advice. That's currently just not that possible. So until that happens, it's going to be a bit tricky. But when it does happen the bots can have a much easier time of finding people. Like I'm not really having any spammy accounts find me just yet, but once they can just click on a hashtag, okay, there's a thousand people who all use the the hashtag uh, e-commerce in the past 24 hours. Let's just go and Insta follow all of those. That's where things may get a little bit tricky, but you know, I have to say like Instagram doesn't have the best reputation when it comes to like bot management. But I've seen it much, much worse on Twitter. Like bots are completely out of control on Twitter. So if they can bring across that kind of bot management system from Instagram over to um, over to threads, I think we'll be off to a much better start and the platform will be easier to to, to use in terms of like you want to use it. Um, and I have found myself like opening it a lot. I, I'm more of a lurker than I'm a, um, a, I want to say a tweeter. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm gonna have how take How dare I smutter his name? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm much more of a lurker. But I have have kind of enjoyed interacting with it so far. Um, but I'm really excited about it because I'll tell you what, it's something new. That I always like the prospect of something new. It means there's something to be learned. There's a new place to interact with people. And as a marketer, I'm sorry. I know us marketers can't help but like look for opportunities to do marketing but like there's a there's a huge marketing opportunity here mainly because the 100 million people that have come across to the platform have been organic so far okay so that's not instagram popping up with a notification and saying oh have you heard about threads you can create a threads account blah 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 once that happens it's gonna double triple the the user base like it's billions of people that have instagram so that's a lot of people to talk to and converse with and learn from like you know jess i've heard you and tim on the podcast a lot talk about learning with sales teams learn what they uh your customers your your future customers your potential leads your leads what they're struggling with and then turning that into like content or something later down the line um being able to have another access point to speak with people and learn what they're struggling with and with their you know whether you're selling i don't know uv 
equipment or whatever to be able to speak to people or just kind of look across even if you're not interacting but look across what people are saying about your product or your service it's going to be incredibly useful and again like you've mentioned this to me before as well as the video from monday is customer service just having another customer service uh, uh, point is also going to be useful too yeah absolutely i completely agree um another thing that i have sort of noticed and somebody sort of phrased it really well is this connection between threads and Instagram is really exciting because right now if so a lot of brands I would say use Instagram as like their their storefront it's all very nice shiny images it's quite well curated some brands may post some memes and stuff but it's all very kind of curated you don't really see that casual element that behind the scenes kind of content um you can see it on stories but it's not as permanent um and so what they'll do is they'll go over to twitter do some customer service stuff there answer some questions all that kind of thing but something that's really lovely is that on threads if you're on somebody's profile you can click on their instagram and almost get taken to like a gallery of their best you know their best images the products they want to show you or if they're like posting if part of your marketing is to post really useful information, if some of your positioning and a value to you is to post like really helpful content and really great information, they can find that almost all in one place on your Instagram. And I just thought that connection is something that we haven't really spoken about much. And I really, really like it. I think it's really awesome. Um, and it, it's just, yeah, that kind of connectability yeah. is... Really it cool. kind of I feels really like, like the way the comment system should work on Instagram in a way. It's like this should yes. be a good place to nurture conversation and encourage people to interact with each other, especially like I can think of all of these like um, community managers or people who are responsible for like audience management, audience marketing, that kind of stuff. They're like, okay, part of your role, uh, I'm trying to think of some brand like uh, – a Jim Shark, for example, Jim. it's always always Jim Shark. <laughs> I should be wearing repping Jim Shark today. I'm unfortunately, uh, yeah. um, I'm wearing the North Face today. Uh, okay. <laughs> not um, sponsored. No, not sponsored. No, not yet. Anyway, um, future client. Um, yeah, one, one um, I believe I lost my train of thought. But yeah, one of the things that they'll be responsible for is like audience engagement. How do you get people coming back and interacting with stuff? Like you will buy a Gymshark hoodie or a North Face hoodie, but how do you keep those people engaged so that they don't go to another, you know, they don't go to Patagonia to buy their next hoodie. You have to keep them engaged in some way, make them fans. Like Shul, for example, huge um, uh, influence on like how we think about um, influencer marketing as well creating hooligans like people who just adore your brand and are always going to be there and share their use of fuel on their timeline they must be thinking this is fantastic because we can really really nurture the community nurture this audience uh around like we are a collective like not everybody that buys your product is going to be like a brand ambassador who's just going to you know stick the north face on the front of their house uh i'm thinking about it now but a few people who do want to um, share to the world, <laughs> tell their 10 friends about your your product or your service, they're, they're really going to love this in a way that they can interact with your brand or the people that represent your brand. It's not just people as well. Like Figma, great example. Let Figma embrace their employees and do a lot of employee marketing, whereas like you go out and talk about Figma, not the marketing team, although they do their part, of course. Like you go out and be a brand ambassador, 
and you know educate people in that way and get them interested in Figma. Like in the same way, like if you can get those people to nurture their audiences as well, it's going to be a lot easier than say like Figma trying to build that same audience. So having another platform that's maybe a little less toxic somewhere else that used to be the one of the best social media uh, networks in the world. Like I was a heavy power user. Um, yes. Yeah. It's fantastic opportunity for marketers. And, you know, I do hate to talk about it from a marketing point of view, but that's what our agency offers. <laughs> that's what we're here for. I think it's important as well to kind of touch on, on Twitter and kind of, I think a question that's probably coming up for a lot of people is, well, we already have Twitter. Why should we have threads? Like we already do that on Twitter. What's the point in threads? But I've definitely noticed just through my personal usage that people are using the platform slightly different and it's definitely different people. So I'm seeing people who are joining threads through Instagram. Maybe they've seen some of their friends post about it. Maybe they've seen some people they follow post about it and, um, you know, they're deciding to join and then they're joining and their first post is what on earth is this? How does it work? So I think if you're thinking, oh, well, it will just be the same audience. It's really, really not. And if you feel like there's been something missing from your Instagram audience, it could be that threads kind of fills that gap. If you're like, oh, I wish I could get all my Instagram followers over onto Twitter because that's that works best for us and the way we post and the things that we say and the way we interact with people, like our casual kind of vibes. I think that is a really great opportunity for you. Like for instance, um, Ryanair, they're a brand we talk about a lot because on social media, they really, really push the boat and, you know, they have a really strong TikTok audience, but then they also post like reels of those TikToks on Instagram. Um, and then they almost have like a separate, they're like a separate entity on Twitter where they engage with other brands and kind of, you know, make jokes and sort of interact with their customers in this really sassy way. You know, people will post, oh, I didn't get a window seat, even though I selected window seat. And then they're like, well, if you actually look, that seat's never got a window seat and it's clearly labeled. And they kind of bring some sass. And you can't really do that in the same way on Instagram, but they're definitely going to have a really young, engaged Instagram audience. So it's really great that they can kind of meld those two things together on threads, which is just, yeah, very, very exciting. One I thing really I found like really interesting about this, um, you know, the activation of 100 million people around the world and, and not necessarily being like directly from Facebook and Instagram because they're not doing that cross promotion yet. When they, they do, it's going to hit 500 mil in like by the end of next week. It's going to be massive. But like, Thinking about it, we don't really know the age dem demographic of, of threads yet. So you could literally be talking to anyone. We don't know who is going to be there. It may be everyone. It may be the first time we've got like everybody into one place. I doubt it. Like Facebook used to kind of be that place, but no longer is. It's mainly like certain demographics. Um, we don't know with threads yet. So this is kind of like a really good time to test out whether your brand will work there. Test a couple of different voices. And if it doesn't work, they see what resonates and... and and move on. I find it really interesting, like looking at the data of those 100 million um, threads activations, it was like only 3.6 million in the UK so far, 12.8 in the US, um, 21 million in India, 30 million in Brazil. And we haven't even factored in the EU yet. Like the EU is not this is using the it yet. I imagine it's not going to be long before they are. Like it's activation is going to be massive. It took you know, Twitter, eight, nine years to reach 800 uh, million users. It's taken uh, threads five days. Like, 
I think this this is here to stay. And that's a huge positive because any more opportunity to talk with people, this is like qualitative information from your users is like from your ideal, you know, your prospects from your audience, from your the 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 lead you're nurturing, from the clients you already have to like keep engaging with them and keep them in you know enjoying your products or your services is a huge win in in every column. So yeah, that's why I'm like super excited about it. And I dis- I don't disagree that you can recycle old content. You can see what works from Twitter, but you can also see what's going to work well from from TikTok. Like I've seen people sharing like, you know, um stop portraits, like slightly larger TikToks size, you know, YouTube short size um videos and they're not really working for me. I don't think they've nailed down the video formats just yet, but like carousels are working yeah. well. So if you're using carousels on Instagram, I mean, we don't want too much crossover between the two, but you could use carousels. Or if it aids conversation, like LinkedIn carousels have done well in the past, but it looks like they can, might phase them out. So maybe you bring those over, or maybe they're going to change their mind after all this. Who knows? But like, <laughs> you're definitely going to see some crossover in, in the ways in which you communicate with people. But you know, when Twitter came along, people, or when Facebook came along, or Instagram came along, people immediately started to change the way in which they used or spoke before. Like Instagram changed the way that people did f- image sharing on Facebook. So threads might change the way that people do message sharing on Twitter. Well, they may change the way they do message sharing altogether. But plus there's other dynamics as well. There's like, you know, a different um, character count, things like that. You can, you can, you know, put more emphasis into uh, your first post and do you pull them into a proper full length thread or do you just keep it short and sweet? Like I'm seeing a couple of different things all working. The problem at the moment for me is the algorithm hasn't quite figured out what to, what to share with me yet. Um, I read this morning that they're taking your engagement off Instagram to determine who you see on um, threads for now. Okay. But that algorithm will change. Like the creator, I think it's a creator account on Instagram shared a short like reel or something yesterday with George Jeff, I don't know. GIF, GIF? What are we saying, Jess? GIF, GIF? GIF. Damn right. Um, um yeah they showed one they were saying like okay each algorithm works independently like the feed algorithm is different to the reels algorithm is different to the stories algorithm like it's all different so they're going to pull what they know from your engagement on each of those and then educate the threads algorithm until that's fully matured and that's not going to be like an overnight thing that's going to keep changing so again more excitement because we don't know what's yet to come yeah i completely agree if you're listening to this and you run social media for a brand and you're like I don't know what to do do I just post things I've already posted or like we haven't used Twitter before so we just don't know what to post but we don't want to post the same things that we're posting on Instagram because else the same people are going to see it what I would absolutely say to you is go and visit some um, accounts of brands that you look up to and brands that you respect or even your competitors and just head to their Instagram see what they're posting there then head to their threads and even compare maybe if they are active on Twitter head there and see what they might be doing differently for instance Salesforce for example it feels like they've kind of fallen into a bit of a rut on Twitter where they're just posting like just links to articles on their website Um, they're not getting a lot of engagement compared to their follower count like it's quite um you know, it's a bit sad over there. But then compare that to their Threads account where they've almost feeling like they've got this fresh start, it's brand new. Maybe they've just not been using Twitter because they feel like it's not the right place for them. 
um, or maybe they don't agree with some of the the changes that have been happening and whatnot. Um, and just have a look at how their tone of voice changes. So like I was saying, Salesforce has been saying like, they've just been a bit more playful, a bit more cute, I guess, like posting some of their little characters, asking people um, questions and like engaging with them, posting more relatable content for their audience. And I just thought that was like really, really interesting. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, look at what your competitors are doing because it might really surprise you. I always feel like I get whiplash, for instance, when I go on the Ryanair website and it's like serious business and I go on any of their social medias and it's like totally different. It's just because they found that that tone of voice is like the perfect fit for them. Obviously, you might not want to go as extreme as them, but maybe if you've done some research and you know you've got a similar young like Gen Z demographic like they have, then maybe you'd be able to get away with it. But it's definitely worth you know, you've got a chance to kind of play with your tone of voice here and maybe test some things out, see what works. So yeah, bunch of opportunities. Yeah, this is like the gestation period where, you know, it's 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 not anywhere close to the final product. And, you know, you can just go, you don't need to, but you could like go back and delete your older posts. Uh, you know, if you feel like it no longer maps like the, the direction you've taken with your strategy. But I don't think you need to. I think like the question, the, the answer to the question, should you try what you used elsewhere? The answer should always be yes. Like if you used it on Twitter, try it on threads. If you used it on Facebook, try it on threads. You never used it before, try it on threads. Like there is nothing that shouldn't be done here. I think the only thing that brands need to be aware of is are you still matching your tone of voice for the most part? Like you can deviate away. I mean, like some brands will just match the network they're on. But do you deviate too far? That that that's a question for you to decide within your marketing team, within you know, your leadership team. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you also want to pay attention to like value proposition, all that kind of stuff. Like, does it all match up? Does it all make sense? So that when people do see you on Threads and you're behaving one way, are they seeing like the the Gen Z version of you, if you want to use that term, and then they come through to your business <laughs> website and they're like, oh my God, it's so dry and boring and I hate this. So you really got to think yeah. it through. Like you, this is not like, you can jump on for an hour a day and leave some posts and see what works, but you should all match up with the rest of the funnel as well. Like the pre-funnel and post-funnel. Like these, it's really important that it all makes sense and it's cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like when I go on the Salesforce page, I still feel like it's Salesforce. You know, they're using the little characters from their websites and they are talking about things related to their their business. And I suppose I just know that Ryanair take on this sassy persona and it's done a really good job for them. But I can imagine if somebody was encountering that for the first time and they had no idea about it, they might be a bit taken back. So definitely find that balance. Um, we're recording this live over on YouTube as we always do every week for Podcast Extra. And we've had a question on our live stream asking... Do you think Thread will end up being managed in Meta Business Manager like you can do with Facebook pages and Instagram? Absolutely yes, is the answer to that question. I think they're just testing things out a little bit and they kind of want to make sure that things are working quite well before they start linking it with other stuff. I can imagine it's quite easy to break platforms and I expect that they're not going to want to take that risk. Um, something just to riff off the back of that as well is we do expect that once ads are added to threads which Mark Zuckerberg said is going to happen at 1 billion users and I was like that's going to take ages and now I'm like hmm maybe not maybe it's going to take 10 weeks <laughs> um, so yeah it's definitely kind of amping up to that but um, we expect that that will all be handled in one place 
which is a little bit scary. We've got a little bit of a monopoly happening here. But at the same time, the Twitter ads interface is a little bit grim and also it's separate from everything, right? Whereas if you're running ads across like Instagram, Facebook and threads, that's quite nice because you've got all that same data that you can then use to influence your ads across all platforms. It's a bit less work. So we definitely expect to see more integrations with other meta products like Meta Business Manager and Meta Ads, but it's just a case of kind of waiting. I think we haven't even got DMs yet. We haven't even got discoverability and stuff like that. So I think um, they're just going to be rolling things out step by step. I think they're like, right, here's the foundation. Let's see how people react. What do people want next? Okay, we'll go up a level. Then we'll go up a level. And I think it, I really like the way they've done it. I actually think, I know there's been a bit of, people don't, people feel like it's an unfinished product and that's not how I see it at all. I feel like they're just easing us into it a bit and seeing well, I know, I know you don't agree with that at all. <laughs> so please share your thoughts, Dan. Well, sorry, I, I, I don't know. It does feel very much like alpha stage. It doesn't even feel like beta stage where you bring users in. It does feel like it's it's not it's far from the finished product. Like not enough really for a release. But you made a great point last week, uh, and uh, yeah, it'd be great if you could extend on it, which is about the timing of it and like what was happening around the world at that point in other places and how like actually might be the best thing to do to launch yeah so that pretty much i mean we'd had a few weeks of there was a lot of unrest on reddit so what was happening is that there was being some changes made to reddit to the api and how you could kind of connect to third-party apps i'm not going to go into that now because it's quite deep but basically people were upset and they were protesting um, and what a lot of the moderators of the the forums on Reddit were doing was closing down the forums and making them private so you can actually engage on there. So then people were looking for a new place to go. Maybe they migrated to Twitter and then the Twitter rules changed or the way that it worked. And it was like, you can only see 300 posts a day, which sounds like a lot, but it really wasn't. People were hitting their rate limit as it was called very, very fast. Um, and so then there was people who had maybe come over from Reddit onto Twitter who were like, oh man, what next? So it definitely feels like Meta, we'd heard them kind of teasing this product, right? And then all of a sudden, bam, it's here. Um, and it does feel like maybe they rushed it out a little bit. But I, from a consumer point of view, and from a member of the website, I'm kind of enjoying being there when it's so basic because it kind of feels a little bit special. Um, and that's just me being like romanticizing it and whatever. But that, I think that's why I like it is because it feels like it's being very people driven. Like Mark Zuckerberg's been really active asking people for suggestions. I've seen him responding to stuff, interacting with people, replying to people saying, well, we expect X to come at this point And this is kind of our roadmap. I think it would be cool to see a proper roadmap. But I do potentially agree with Dale that maybe they just don't have one. They were like, quick, let's get this out because everybody will move over and... Maybe people will move over. I'm one of the people that has. So I expect that, yes, there is a percentage of people who are like, I don't want to go on Twitter anymore. I'm only going to use threads. But there will be a percentage of people who don't like Meta at all. They don't want an Instagram account. They don't want a Facebook account. So they're not going to want a threads account. They don't like being in that ecosystem who aren't going to leave Twitter. So from a brand point of view, it's really important that you don't um, just think, oh, oh, let's just go to threads then. We don't like Twitter. Let's just go to threads because everybody will be there because that's also unlikely to be the case so yeah be careful don't just run away but you can make threads account see how your engagement goes your follow account goes and if you find it drops off on twitter and ramps up on threads then maybe you can drop your twitter account but yeah well this uh 
whole thing with friends is so rapid and elastic and constantly changing to the point where I just saw the shared in the last like 25, 30 minutes. Um, it looks like promotional tools are coming to threads in some form um, through like promoting wow. posts. So not advertising, not doing ads, but like, you know, boosting a post uh, in some fashion may be available sooner rather than later. It's uh, looks like it's not fully decided yet. But it looks like somebody's got a scoop. Axos has got a scoop and saying that it's probably on its way. So I think like what you were saying before about promotion, I think that one of the most important things is a takeaway is that this is like, this is where community could be. Like if you're looking for a space that's a, a differentiator away from Reddit or Twitter, like you're looking for a community space, this might be it. May not be to the, the, the magnitude that we may be brainstorming, you know, you know picturing or dreaming of but it could be our our go-to place for community um but even if they don't bring ads in i'm pretty sure like all the information that they're gathering on threads is being combined with instagram it's being combined with uh, facebook like the meta business manager is going to have all this data as we know so even if your ads are not appearing in threads itself the ads you see on facebook will change they will change on um, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. So it's important that, you know, where possible, you can, again, assist the system by being a, an active part of it as well. Now, I don't know about you, Jess, I prefer my ads to be targeted to me. So I'm not getting, like, the current situation on Twitter is that I have no idea why I'm being shown this, like, yeah, you know, sealant that makes you create your own table and shelves and you know put a key in and you pour the epoxy over and like i have that has no relation to me whatsoever but yeah. if we're gonna log on yeah. to instagram and it shows me like oh you might be interested in this coffee uh cup thing yeah yeah i'd be interested like okay. so <laughs> yeah from an advertising point of view i i'm dead keen on the idea of threads as well and things being better targeted to it so Yes, yeah. Any Excited. final thoughts, Dale, before we wrap up for this week in this very Threads-themed episode? <laughs> well, other than I'm super excited about it, I think that this, you know, it, it, it may not reach the magnitude that we all think of, but even if it's 50% there, it's going to be a huge deal. Uh, it's not going to be going away for anybody who thinks that this is just a flash in the pan thing like Be Real or anything else that's come along. This is here and it's going to be a big deal. Uh, Jess, any takeaway points for uh, our lovely listeners? I just think be curious about it, make an account. Oh, sorry, I'll get to that in a moment. Be curious about threads, make an account, test it out. You don't have to make any big commitments right now, um, but it's a good thing to try. And yes, if you haven't already, head to our website, explosioninja.com slash review to request your free website and marketing review. You'll get a 15 minute review from one of our marketing consultants who will be able to advise you on all aspects of your website and marketing. It's from a real person, not an AI. And it's very, very cool. So that's explosioninja.com slash review, which you can get up here. <laughs> you didn't hear me that. And if uh, and, you haven't yeah. already, make sure you do share the podcast with your friends and uh, other colleagues to see if they would also love to join in for a podcast extra or a regularly, regularly, uh, regular weekly marketing podcast with our CEO and host, Tim Cameron Kitchen. So we'll be back next week in case you're missing him. <laughs> so don't panic. Thanks all for watching and we will see you next week. <laughs>